Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends, Dedeker and Jace, teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. You know, sometimes I, I feel like I don't know what I'm about to say there, and then, like, the words just come out. Like, my brain knows what's going to happen. <laughs> it's like caroling. I always feel like I'm going to miss a lyric. I'm like, I don't know what the next lyric is, but then I do. It just happens. So that's what just happened there. That's we what happens. Because Drunk we're Bible fine. Study, it's always an organic discovery. You never know what's <sighs> going to happen. It's always yeah. new horizons and new journeys together. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. It's it a beautiful is. Thing. Yeah. It's beautiful. Really yes. is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So anything fun and exciting happening in the two of your lives? I know, Jace, you're in uh, in my land, in the I, land I, of law. I am in the land of law. Yeah. I just got to <laughs> LA two days ago. And mm-hmm. boy... Coming from Seattle, nice temperate weather to a heat wave in LA, where it's like in the 90s, close to 100 every day, has been yeah. a shock to the system. But but it's good because it's kind of bringing back those memories of like, oh yeah, I remember what this was like. I remember this. So it's not not as bad as as it could be, I guess. I have got some I remember, muscle memory. Like, yeah, hot. water that you can't really drink out of the tap because it tastes really gross. And I remember like air that you can't really breathe that well because <laughs> it's really gross. As An apartment you can't to, really live in because like actually cockroaches live in it. It's really mm. small. No, it, it's fine. It's the glamorous Los Angeles life. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed it is. Yeah. How about you, Dedeker? You're continuing to send us beautiful pictures of your dog. It's great. Yeah, I'm just pretty much dog obsessed now, mm-hmm. now that I'm living with a baby puppy. And I'm those people. I'm those people yeah, that just are. like send you baby pictures all yep. the time. And I'm all right with it. I, I want to <laughs> see the pictures. I want to see how your dog is growing up. It's adorable. He's wonderful. He's absolutely yeah. wonderful. Well, uh, we had an action-packed week last week because Jacob was devoured. He was devoured. Mm. Or yeah. threatened to be devoured at the very least. Yeah. And uh, Israel and Judah, they're just, they're SOL. They're not going to yeah. get... Nobody's going to save them. In fact, no. don't even think about saving them. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So Yeah. There was a lot of mentions of jackals last week. Yes. We love those jackals. Mm-hmm. They're actually love really cute. I hope all of mm-hmm. you went out after listening to our bonus episode and looked up pictures of baby jackals because <laughs> yes. they're little like fox dog hybrids and they're absolutely adorable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also, for those of you who listen to the bonus episode, if you're listening live, the bonus episode comes out tomorrow. But if you're listening recorded, it came out last week. But in it, I read an article by some professor talking about having met a like modern day sort of cult to Baal, or, you know, like worshippers of Baal. And I was saying at the time, I was like, I'm not sure if this is real or if this is all fictional or what. And I bought the book that was linked from it on Kindle, and I'm like a third of the way through, 
And I can say pretty definitively, it's all fiction. So that okay, article okay, was all okay. fiction. However, dang, it is a fun book, and I'm excited to talk about it in the bonus episode after Ooh, this. So I'll oh, tell you, okay. so, like more more fun facts slash fiction yeah. about Baal and Baal worship. Oh yes, and about conspiracy theories about Yahweh. It's basically this book. It's called the the Children of Baal. I think is the the title of. It's part of a trilogy. I don't know if the next two have been written. That's the spinoff series from the sitcom of Keeping Up with the Balls is Children of the You're of right, Ball. yes. Children of Ball, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. And it's, it's, it's kind of trying to be like a Da Vinci Code, kind of this deep thousands-of-year-old conspiracy kind of a deal. And like all the stuff you thought you knew about Yahweh and the Bible and Baal is all wrong. And, you know, it's, 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 it's fun. I've enjoyed it. It's not like the best written book ever. But it has been fun to read. And it's a trilogy? Yes. I don't know if the next two books have been written, but it's Got advertised it. okay. as, as the first of a trilogy. I see. Well, that's lovely. Can't wait to hear more about it in the bonus. Uh, what are y'all drinking? Well, today I am drinking an amazing discovery. So this is from Four Pines Brewery. This is a Ben & Jerry's chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream nitro beer, wow. which is just... Yeah, that sounds like it could be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, ironically, it actually seemed like a good thing in the morning. I will mm. say in drinking it, it directly tastes like something that is not very good for my health, but it is quite <laughs> delicious. It's mm-hmm. it's not as like sweet as you might expect, and the nitro adds like a really, really nice texture to it. I'm yeah. into it. That sounds really good. So I can hit both the like ice cream in the morning and beer in the morning just together <laughs> yeah, I, born. Just, just really lean into it. That's they good. have been they just make every anything and everything these days. It's really incredible. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. All right, what about you, Juice? Uh, I'm just drinking some bullet bourbon, keeping it nice and nice and traditional Beautiful. today. Beautiful. And what about you, yeah. Emily? Give us our drink recipe uh, for today. Yeah, no, I have a frozen daiquiri. I've never like made a daiquiri, but I had some rum. And so it's it's the easiest drink in the world, truly. It's like three ingredients plus ice. It's just simple syrup, or I used agave, lime, and rum, and that's it, and ice. And then you just whip it up, and it's quite delicious. A little bit of a lime wedge, or lime wheel, rather, and some mint on the side, just because it's pretty, and it's super refreshing. It does I highly delightful. recommend. And I posted last week's drink recipe to our patreon so if you are a patron you can go on there and check it out i will be doing that every single week so if you want some amazing recipes grab it i would also like to believe that maybe our patrons get first dibs at like naming rights for these cocktails because this is the problem mm-hmm. we're not like smart enough or fast enough or funny enough to think <laughs> of like clever biblical names for each of these cocktails oh, but yeah. i think our audience and our patrons are yeah i, so yeah, I think that if people want to get in on naming rights they got to go join the patreon and comment on your drink recipes that's an outstanding idea especially since like my you know last week it was like watermelon summer smash or something it wasn't like really exciting at all but if yeah. you can not very out, prophetic no no not at all so please yeah make something biblical and write it in the comments on patreon and they can be our official drinks for our amazing cocktail bar that you know we'll have and <laughs> we will have someday yeah yes. exactly inside of the sandwich pub all righty, let's do this. All right, so we're going to continue on with everybody's favorite bullfrog, Jeremiah, as we're reading chapters 12 to 14 today, and then we're going to be reading Psalms 36 and 37. And uh, yeah, right, what else do I say? 
If you want to read along with us, you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in Jeremiah 12-14. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Jeremiah chapter 12. Righteous are you, Yahweh. Oh, actually, before I get started, I really have to tell you this. The message has a, has a title for this chapter. And the title is, What Makes You Think You Can Race Against Horses? <laughs> Again with the horses? <laughs> what makes you what challenge. think you can race against horses? It's like, so you think you can dance. Like, so you think you can race horses? <laughs> That's Jeremiah's so show. You think you can dance. <laughs> so you think you can race horses. <laughs> Amazing. So you think you can jockey? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <gasps> wow. Righteous are you, Yahweh, when I contend with you, yet would I reason the cause with you? Colon. Why does the way of the wicked prosper? Why are all they at ease who deal very treacherously? You have planted them. Yes. They have taken root. They grow. Yes. They bring forth fruit. You are near in their mouth and far from their heart. That is a good, that is a good burn. Near is, in their mouth and far from their heart. That is a good yeah. burn on someone who, you know, speaks a lot of high-minded stuff, but then doesn't follow through with their actions. Mm. I don't know. It sounds to me like someone who wants to use you and abuse you, but not actually love you. Wow, Dedeker. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're near in their mouth and far from their heart. But you, Yahweh, know me. You see me and try my heart toward you. Pull them out like sheep for the slaughter, and prepare them for the day of slaughter. How long shall the land mourn, and the herbs of the whole country wither? For the wickedness of those who dwell therein, the animals are consumed, and the birds, because they said, he shall not see our latter end. Is that our butts? Our latter, like our behind? (laughs) He shall not see our butts. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. If you have run with the footmen and they have wearied you, then how can you contend with horses? There it is. There it is. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. How can you do it? Okay. So as in, if you've already wearied yourself by chasing after all these other people and racing all these other people, horses, you can't even hold a candle to them horses. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if you could barely keep up with people, how do you think you could keep up with horses? I don't know why they're trying to race horses though. Right. For fun. What else are they going to do? <laughs> okay, sure. That's fair enough. Fair enough. And though, in a land of peace you are secure, yet how will you do in the pride of the Jordan? For even your brothers and the house of your father, even they have dealt treacher- tre- treacherously. <laughs> Boy. Even they have dealt treacherously with you. Even they have cried aloud after you. Don't believe them, though they speak beautiful words to you. I have forsaken my house. I've cast off my heritage. I have given the dearly beloved of my soul into the hands of her enemies. Oh, no. Is is this Jeremiah talking, I guess, still? Well, it's probably God through Jeremiah. Yeah, it sounds like a God sentiment. Okay, this is the crying about this woman that I gave up to my enemies, even though she was terrible and I wanted to throw in the garbage anyway. Right. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. 
So, okay, so this is all Yahweh's response to Jeremiah, I think. Jeremiah being like, hey, why do you let these bad people do cool stuff? I'm cool. Let me do cool stuff. My heritage is become to me as a lion in the forest. She has uttered her voice against me. Therefore, I have hated her. Is my heritage to me as a speckled bird of prey? A speckled one? Which one is it specifically? Write that down. We can look it up. What is a speckled bird of prey? Now, the message says, has the one I hold dear become a preening peacock? I was not aware Hmm. peacocks were a bird of prey. I wouldn't, (laughs) unless unless peacocks have been holding out on this this whole time, and they're actually Mm. like bloodthirsty predators. They just never let us see it. Can you imagine it going after anything with that tail? Can you imagine death by peacock? Do you think someone's died from a peacock attack? Somebody's died by a dachshund attack, so yes. Probably. Aren't peacocks the birds that are supposed to be like super like hot for humans? What? What are you hot? What? What are you okay, talking just, about? Dedeker, just write it down. Just we'll write look it up down. We'll, we'll look I, up, we'll okay, look up, I'm gonna we'll write down up. hot for humans, and I hope this doesn't lead me to a terrible corner of the internet, Jason. If it does, it it's gonna be your fault. It will. Oh, oh Samantha's telling me no. That's ostriches. Got it. But there <laughs> Wait, is... ostriches are hot for humans? Yeah, like there's... ostriches will try to mate with humans. Is it just because we were tall? We're so hot. We're bipedal. No. We, they have trouble getting them to mate no. with other ostriches because they're no. so into the humans. Jace, they're like, no, but Jace, you're so tall no. and cool. Jace, no. <laughs> I doubt that, Jace. I doubt that. We'll have to look it up. I think you see anyway. what you want to see in ostrich behavior. Wow, that's disturbing. And I'm insulted. <laughs> it is. I agree. It is disturbing. Yes. <laughs> this is science. I'm talking to you about science. You're talking Listen, about Listen, we nonsense. didn't bring it up. You did. Okay. 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 Is my heritage to me as a speckled bird of prey or a peacock? Are the birds of prey against her roundabout? Go you, assemble all the animals of the field, bring them to devour. Many shepherds have destroyed my vineyard. They have trodden my portion underfoot. Israel devoured the bird of prey? The lion? I've lost the metaphor. The vineyard. They devoured the vineyard. They they ate mm. those garbage grapes. They got drunk just right away. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Many shepherds have destroyed my vineyard. They have trodden my portion underfoot, and they have made my pleasant portion a desolate wilderness. Mm. They have made it Mm-mm. a desolation. It mourns to me, being desolate. The whole land <laughs> we, is made desolate <laughs> because no man lays it to heart. And he's like, I don't think you got it. I'm just going to keep I'm gonna really say it again. this. Destroyers are come on all the bare heights in the wilderness, for the sword of Yahweh devours from the one end of the land, even to the other end of the land. No flesh has peace. They've sown wheat and have reaped thorns. They have put themselves to pain and profit nothing. And you shall be ashamed of your fruits because of the fierce anger of Yahweh. Thus, says Yahweh against all my evil neighbors who touch the inheritance which I have caused my people Israel to inherit. Behold, I will pluck them up from off their land and will pluck up the house of Judah from among them. It shall happen. After that I have plucked them up, I will return and have compassion on them. Okay, that's good. That's good. Later. Yeah. I'll be nice to you later. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, sounds like Yahweh. (laughs) <laughs> and I will bring them again, every man to his heritage, and every man to his land. It shall happen, 
if they will diligently learn the ways of my people to swear by my name as Yahweh lives, even as they taught my people to swear by Baal. Then shall they be built up in the midst of my people. But if they will not hear, then I will pluck up that nation, plucking up and destroying it, says Yahweh. What does this plucking consist of? He's just going to be like, pluck, and then like... <laughs> like eyebrow it. hairs. You are nothing oh, but an man. eyebrow hair in Yahweh's bushy eyebrow. <laughs> in Yahweh's unibrow. He's going to thread you right up. <laughs> yep. Goodness. Wow. Yeah. Alrighty. And that's it. That's the end of the chapter. Wow. That okay. Was a, that was a quick boy. Yeah. Onward and upward. Alrighty. Chapter 13. Here we go. Thus says Yahweh to me, go and buy you a linen belt and put it on your loins and don't put it in water. <laughs> what okay, is... hang on. Okay. Linen belts. Like a, is it like a, what are they like called? A flowing an, athletic, linen belt. an athletic supporter, like a dance belt. Oh, I see. Uh, that's what I was imagining. That's not where I went with that, but maybe. You thought just like a fashionable linen belt. Yeah. Mm. So my mind yeah. went to like, the you know like the martial arts belts you know like the karate belts mm. that the like story i heard belt. i don't know if this is true but that you're given your like white cloth belt when you start as a pupil and you're just never supposed to wash it and the black belt comes from just you've you've had this so long and you've trained so much in it that it's all dark from just like being so dirty. it's just disgusting <laughs> it's just gross yuck <laughs> yeah that's is like, i'm sorry that's horrifying i don't know if it's like but black the... from the black from the blood of your enemies oh that's good yeah maybe that's it and you can <laughs> wash no. it so wait, but if then, you don't wash the belt but then but then how does many different colors along the way make sense exactly it's not gonna like spontaneously become blue i mean well, it won't make sense if you on, go because you go from a white belt to a yellow belt Right? That's always the next one. Okay, that makes yeah, a little bit of as sense. As you started your training, you peed your pants because <laughs> it was so God. hard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's got beat up so many times. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. I, yeah, it, maybe we can look that up too. Okay, okay. So either it's Yahweh's like put on this dance belt or put on this cup because things are going to get real intense or it's here's your gi, get ready to do some intense training. But don't it's also wash saying it. never wash it, yeah. Never wash it. <laughs> never just wash just it. don't put it in water, which made me think like, you know, don't, I don't know, get into a lake with this thing on. Oh, so it's oh, dry clean only. Yeah, there you so go. So in other words, it's never going to get washed. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. So uh, the message does yes. call these linen shorts and says, put them on <laughs> and keep them on. Don't even take them off to wash them. <laughs> oh Got my it. God. Ew. That's not I'm very so sanitary. I'm so scared by whatever's going to happen next. <laughs> this is okay. funny. This is, I don't, what the heck? So I bought a belt according to the word of Yahweh and put it on my loins. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who wrote this? Who's saying this? Okay. So I went to the mall and I got a belt. <laughs> what the heck? Okay. The word of Yahweh came to me the second time saying, take that belt that you've bought, which is on your loins and arise, go to the Euphrates and hide it there in a cleft of the rock. Okay. So <laughs> get a belt. This is like Dear Diary on. style. <laughs> Don't wash it. Yeah. Just keep it on. Yeah. But then go to the Euphrates and take them off and hide them. Hide your stinky ass belt. Your stinky belt. <laughs> is it that Yahweh had this idea and then after seeing how gross it was, was like, hey, actually, new idea. I can't go back on the whole no washing it thing. But how about you just hide it in a rock and never look at it? 
We just pretend this never happened. I'm sorry. I don't understand why we like changed perspective of like the writing here. He's like, dear diary. Yeah. I went to the store and bought a belt and then God was like, yo, don't take that off. And then he was like, actually do take it off. Put it in this rock cleft. <laughs> well, we are in a different chapter, right? I can give yeah, them that. Big, the new yeah. chapter. I like it. New day. Like anything can happen. Anything can happen. All right. So I went and hit it by the Euphrates as Yahweh commanded me. Good. It happened after many days that Yahweh said to me, Arise, go to the Euphrates and take the belt from there, which I commanded you to hide there. Oh, okay. Ooh, now ooh, go predictions, get it back. Predictions. Is it, is it going to be made of pure gold now? Oh, that'd be cool. Is it going to be blessed? Is it going to be magical? Is it going to be actually that's multiplied and there's 600 belts slash linen shorts? What, he doesn't need 600, although I guess he could take them off. And never wash them, but they don't want... I don't know. Maybe this is for everyone. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Do you have a prediction, Jace? No, I have no idea. I've never heard this right. story before. This right. is I've great, never, This I'm is wild. This. I've never heard this I'm either. I'm loving this. <laughs> then I went to the Euphrates and dug and took the belt from the place where I had hid it. And behold, the belt was marred. It was profitable for nothing. Okay. Worthless. That was anticlimactic. I mean, we think we knew that from the beginning. It was yeah. trash, right? Yeah. These were trash before you put them in the rock, but all right. But is he implying it was marred even further? Like a raccoon came by and like chewed on it, and now we re- there's really no. I think he expected something it. too. He expected gold or like fortune forever. <laughs> yeah, he expected to like get a good thing out of this, and then he didn't get anything. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, <laughs> go on. Then the word of Yahweh came to me, saying, "Thus says Yahweh." After this manner, I will will I mar the pride of Judah and the great pride of Jerusalem, this evil people who refuse to hear my words, who walk in the stubbornness of their heart and are gone after other gods to serve them and to worship them, shall be even as this belt, which is profitable for nothing. Okay. Wow, that was Yahweh, the whole thanks. point? It was tr- like some kind of metaphor? I, I guess. This. An object lesson? I just, Very this feels like a stretch. Like, did we really need? Did we really need no. this demonstration? Can, can he just say, like, like yeah, we, we got them in the garbage. They're worth. They're worth nothing. But he said I that like a hundred times. Exactly. I like that he's getting creative, and he's like, okay, okay, <laughs> just destroying them. And no one's scared of that. But what if I'm like, you're gonna be like underwear that's been worn until it's so gross, and then hidden in a rock, and then pulled back out, and then it's gonna be really gross, and you're yeah. gonna be like, that's what I think of you. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah, please. It, so it's a linen belt slash linen underwear. At this time, and, and this is probably a bonus episode question, when it's like, oh yeah, go buy a linen belt, is that like a cheap, crappy belt because it's made of linen? Mm. Or is that like nice? Like he had know. to shell out for this. Yeah. And Ooh. there's even more mm. layers of nuance here that it was like a mm. nice mm. object that you wore right. to pieces and also threw in a crag by the river. <laughs> And just to extra go to show you how much Israel's a piece of trash now. Wow. Uh, I guess I'm we'll have to look it up. Okay. Cool. Okay. We got lots for this bonus okay. already. <laughs> for as the belt cleaves to the loins of a man, so have I caused to cleave to me the whole house of Israel and the whole house of Judah, says Yahweh. Wait, so hold on, hold on. Okay, because now there's another layer to it where now Yahweh's like, you're my underwear. Yes, (laughs) of course we are. Wait, okay, I've got it, I've got it, y'all. Last book, Isaiah was high all the time, right? On different Uh substances. Now, Jeremiah's been pretty understandable, but now Yahweh's high. Got it, got it. That makes sense. 
Yeah, Yowie's over everyone. So he's just <laughs> like, I got to, I got to toke it. Yeah. Okay. Oh gosh, where was I? Okay, that they may be to me for a people, and for a name, and for a praise, and for a glory, but they would not hear. Therefore, you shall speak to them this word. Thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, every bottle shall be filled with wine, and they shall tell you, do we certainly not know that every bottle shall be filled with wine? Line wine? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This sounds good so far. Then shall you tell them, thus says Yahweh, behold, I will fill all the inhabitants of this land, even the kings who sit on David's throne, my favorite boy, and the priests and the prophets and all the inhabitants of Ju- Jerusalem with drunkenness. Okay. Okay, so it's Still bad that every bottle right. filled with wine. This is actually I okay. I don't but... know. I mean, <sighs> I am too. And I will dash them one against another, even the fathers and the sons together, says Yahweh. Dash them? Like. Yeah, so before it was like Yahweh's like, I'm going to wrap them up into a little ball and throw them in the trash. And now mm. it's going to take their heads and just crash them together. Yeah, yeah, like two Barbie dolls where I'm just like, now kiss, and just... (laughs) (laughs) Even the sons Uh and the fathers. Yes. I I will not pity, nor spare, nor have compassion that I should not destroy them. Hear you and give ear. Don't be proud, for Yahweh has spoken. Give glory to Yahweh your God before he caused darkness and before your feet stumble on the dark mountains. And while you look for light, he turn it into the shadow of death. And make it gross darkness. Oh, like if, gross like bad underwear. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Okay. But if you will not hear it, my soul shall weep in secret for your pride. And my eyes shall weep sore and run down with tears because Yahweh's flock is taken captive. Mm. Say you to the king and to the queen mother, humble yourselves, sit down, for your headdresses are come down, even the cl- crown of your glory. The cities of the south are shut up, and there is none to open them. Judah is carried away captive, all of it. It is wholly carried away captive. Lift up your eyes and see those who come from the north. Where is the flock that was given to you? Your beautiful flock. Mm. Mm -hmm. What will you say when he shall set over you as head those whom you have yourself taught to be friends to you? What? What was that? (laughs) I don't know. What will you say when he... This is 21, if if Eugene has anything yeah, to I'm say. Yeah, Eugene. What will you say when he shall set over you as head those whom you have yourself taught to be friends to you? Shall I think not, saying, like, your yeah. allies are going to be the ones who take over and rule over you. Like, the ones you okay. thought were your friends, even they're going to turn on you. That would be my guess based on what you just read. Okay. Shall not sorrows take hold of you as of a woman in travail? I think we got hold on. I think we got to start drinking for woman in travail. Yeah, you're right. Because okay. that, yeah, that okay. shown up so many times. So mm-hmm. co-opting labor pains. Got to mm-hmm. drink. Mm-hmm. If you say in your heart, "Why are these things come on me?" For the greatness of your iniquity are your skirts uncovered, <laughs> and your heels suffer violence. Your heels, <laughs> just the heel, ouchie. <laughs> Can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard his spots? Gracious. Okay. Then may you also do good who are accustomed to do evil. Therefore, I will scatter them as the stubble that passes away by the winds of the wilderness. Stubble. 
This is your well, lot. The, in this context, stubble, though, it, it didn't always just refer to, like, like stubble. Crafts, it also right? referred to, like, like chaff from wheat production, from wheat oh, harvest. Oh, okay. Got it. Oh, yeah. Okay. But again, like, like useless bits. Useless yeah. leftover bits. Useless as linen shorts. <laughs> this is your lot, the portion measured to you from me, says Yahweh, because you have forgotten me and trusted in falsehood. Therefore, will I also uncover your skirts on your face, and your shame shall appear. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I wait. I don't know what that means. Like, we're going to lift up your skirts and throw them over your face to just yeah, add to the embarrassment? Yeah, yeah, I guess. yeah. Okay, that it's classic hilarious. move. Uh, can I just read you a little bit of, of Eugene? Yeah. Oh, please. So, God's decree, it's because you forgot me and embraced the big lie. That's capital B, capital L. The oh, big what? lie. That so-called God but all. I'm the one who will rip off your clothes, expose, and shame you before the watching world. So yeah, Jeez. it is the, the skirt over violent. the head move. Gracious. Yeah. I have seen your abominations, even your adulteries, and your neighing. Mm. Again, that horny neighing. <laughs> the mm. lewdness of your prostitution on the hills and the field. Woe to you, Jerusalem. You will not be made clean. How long shall it yet be? Yahweh's really going through a horse phase right now. Yeah, yeah he's in his horse, like, moment. Yeah, uh -huh. Will Arnett's getting yeah. a lot of work during this section. Lots, lots of work. Yeah. 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 Wow, <laughs> he's just amazing. just all over the place. Love it. Wow. Boy, Yahweh's right. gotten dark. Yahweh's getting yeah. real dark in these times. I, I Is he dark? I think he's... Well... I think like you pointed out a few episodes ago, Jace, it's definitely the, hey, the ship has sailed to save yourselves. It's all downhill from here. You're going to be punished. It's too late. Punishment is coming. And maybe it'll be nice to you after the punishment, but mostly punishment mostly is coming. Not. That's the most important piece of information you need to know. Yeah. I mean, Jeremiah really is the, the, the raving doomsday prophet on the streets, right? Like that's, But he's still yeah, a cool guy, a right? Point. He's still a fun bullfrog. That's yeah. what we know deep he in our hearts. Had some mighty fine wine. We know that he about had this him. fun, this fun yeah. like underwear metaphor that he liked to do as an object lesson. Like, gosh, I was Everyone that not God it. doing? God was doing that to him, or was he just like God asked about it? him to do that, and then okay. God was like, "Yeah, that's how I'm going to do it." And then God was like, "Yeah, it's like I'm you, and the underwear is Israel." And yeah. that's again, Yahweh's just still searching for the right metaphor to get people to understand <laughs> right, to what really they've done wrong. Yeah. He thinks he's going to land on the perfect one someday. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Boy, howdy. Okay, well, before we go on to our last chapter of Jeremiah for today, we're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show, help that these episodes keep coming, and the best way that you can do that is to support us financially, if you're able. If you're not, please keep Keep listening to the show for free. We would love to have you at our live shows. But if you're able and you get something out of this show, your support means a lot to us. And you can do that at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. And as a thank you, as Emily said at the beginning of the episode, she's been posting her drink recipes as well as pictures on there. You get access to the episodes two days early. And it, you just get to be part of this great community. And we'll give you a toast on the show. We would love to have you all here and to be able to toast you on the show because Lord knows we need more things to drink about and you could be <laughs> that thing. So thank you all so much. Also, 
just tell your friends about it. Bring your friends to see the live shows. It'd be really fun to have you here. DrunkBibleStudy.com slash live is how you can get the information about where we do those live shows. And we thank love you. you. You're beautiful and wonderful. Yes. And we're back. And yeah. we are jumping right into Jeremiah 14. The word of Yahweh that came to Jeremiah concerning the drought. Period. Okay, I think that's our headline. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It should probably be a okay. colon. Okay. Judah mourns and the gates of it languish. They sit in black on the ground and the cry of Jerusalem has gone up. Their nobles send their little ones to the waters. They come to the cisterns and find no water. They return with their vessels empty. They are disappointed and confounded and cover their heads. See, I just have an image of all the nobles sending literally their toddlers to do all their manual labor <laughs> for them, like all the water Jeez. gathering. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness. Because of the ground which is cracked, because no rain has been in the land, the plowmen are disappointed. They cover their heads. Everyone's just sad. Yeah, real Everyone's bummed. just sad about this drought. Yeah. No one's like upset, angry, hungry, you know, scared. It's just, oh man. Yes, the hind also in the field calves and forsakes her young because there is no grass. Oh, that is sad. Yeah. yeah. The wild donkeys stand on the bare heights. They pant for air like jackals. Their eyes jackals. fail because there is no herbage. Herbage. Like herbage. I like, like, like grass. Stuff, I guess grassy. stuff to chew on. Yeah, grassy yeah. stuff. Though our iniquities testify against us, work you for your namesake, Yahweh. For our backslidings are many. We have sinned against you. You hope of Israel, the savior of it in the time of trouble. Why should you be as a foreigner in the land and as a wayfaring man who turns aside to stay for a night? Mm. Why should you be like a scared man as a mighty man who can't save? Yet you, Yahweh, are in the midst of us and we are called by your name. Don't leave us. Oh gosh. Okay, this is... This feels like a very different tone of like Jeremiah being like, hey, actually, Yahweh, Yahweh yeah. might, it could down. be nice. Can yeah. we figure this out? Can we just reconcile? Yeah. Thus says Yahweh to this people, even so have they loved to wander. They have not refrained their feet. Therefore, Yahweh does not accept them. Now will he remember their iniquity and visit their sins. Yahweh yeah, just said the whole to me. Too, too little, too late kind of a situation, yep. I guess. Yeah. Well, he, Yahweh, he probably knew that they'd come crawling back, and yet he said, you're yeah, not really going to get me it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's loving this. Yahweh said to me, don't pray for this people for their good. When they fast, I will not hear their cry. And when they offer burnt offering and meal offering, I will not accept them. But I will consume them by the sword and by oh. the famine oh. and by the pestilence. Yeah they're going to become the offering. They're like, Yahweh, please, here's some offerings and, and gifts. And he's like, cool, that's so great. I could spare you, but instead, what if I kill you with war and famine and disease? How does that sound? It's good. good. That's real good. Then said I, oh, it's a little dialogue here. Then said I, ah, Lord Yahweh, behold, the prophets tell them, you shall not see the sword, neither shall you have famine, but I will give you assured peace in this place. Then Yahweh said to me, the prophets prophesy lies in my name. I didn't send them, neither have I commanded them, neither spoke I to them. They prophesy to you a lying vision and divination and a thing 
of nothing and the deceit of their own heart. Therefore, thus says Yahweh concerning the prophets who prophesy in my name, and I didn't send them, yet they say, sword and famine shall not be in this land. By sword and famine shall those prophets be consumed. Hmm, The people to whom they prophesy shall be cast out in the streets of Jerusalem because of the famine and the sword, and they shall have none to bury them, them, their wives, nor their sons, nor their daughters, for I will pour their wickedness on them. So why is Israel not like gone completely? Because clearly he kind of got over it or something and then everything was okay again. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Like, are you wondering why didn't he destroy them ages ago? Well, why didn't he destroy them and then that was it? And we never heard of these people again. Well, that is a good question. Mm. I mean, to pull from my backlog of Christian dogma, I think the answer there would be like, oh, well, Yahweh already made a promise that he would never try to destroy the earth. That was like the promise after the flood that he would never try to wipe out the human race. Mm. I don't know how that applies here necessarily because it seems like mm. he's he's really not happy with Israel. But then yeah. at the same time, he's like, oh, but they're the chosen people, so he can't just wipe them out that and was start my over. Thought, why he's like, yeah. I'll be nice to you later, but I am going to punish you real, real bad because you're still yeah. my people and you're the only ones I get, but, but yeah. you have yeah. to be taught a lesson. It feels yes. like that's kind of what we're getting at here. A little bit. You shall say this word to them. Let my eyes run down with tears night and day and let them not cease. For the virgin daughter of my people is broken with a great breach, with a very grievous wound. If I go forth into the field, then behold, the slain with the sword. And if I enter into the city, then behold, those who are sick with famine. For both the prophet and the priest go about in the land and have no knowledge. Have you utterly rejected Judah? Has your soul loathed Zion? Why have you struck us and there is no healing for us? Can I say something? Can I, yeah, hit you with some, like, okay. I'm just thinking about ways that you can use the Old Testament. As, you know, as Christian preachers have done for many, many years, right? We get to pick and choose and use, you know, what it is that we want to teach certain lessons. And I feel like all of this that you've been reading is a very clear indictment of a lot of the sort of popular Christianity preachers and, you know, like the Billy Grahams of the world and stuff like that, of this, like, you keep preaching that Yahweh is going to provide good while people are starving and suffering. And, you know, you keep saying these things, but I never sent you, you know, it's like all that kind Mm. of stuff. It's just, it is making me think if we do want to get real political about it, as people love to do with this kind of stuff. It's like, well, right here's kind of damning the people that are trying to use this stuff. Well, well, that is hard, right? Because you have baked into this narrative this idea of false prophets, right? Which yeah, yeah. which is very can convenient. be used for whatever. Like, as soon as someone yeah. who's who starts out, like maybe let's just say a pastor who starts out preaching things that you like agree with, and then they don't, it can be so easy to go down the route of like, oh, maybe they're just like a false prophet, or mm-hmm. maybe this is actually from the enemy. Like, this is the thing that happened all the time in evangelical for Christian sure. churches yeah. Oh, yeah. because there there is yeah. that seed of doubt of. Ooh, they could be saying stuff that sounds right and sounds biblical and sounds holy, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's actually well, evil. How do you ever know? 
Oh my god! Exactly. The, the entire exactly. books, entire books have been written, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. That's the whole thing is that that it's like if there's always the chance that someone could be a false prophet, then how could you ever know? Yeah. You can't. There's been entire church schisms over this kind of stuff. But isn't that what faith is? Like you can't ever really know. There's no like real proof. But wow, Emily. Wow. Wow. That yeah, is. I'm biblical you're, now. You're, like you're I'm really, we're really training her up in the way that she should go. Yeah, exactly. I think you're training her in the sort of martial arts of this kind of discussion. Yes, you've got the yeah, tools. That yeah, that was that was a good move. That yeah. was a good Thank move. You. We're gonna have to give you your yellow belt soon. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, the the only slightly soiled belt. <laughs> yeah. see. see what happens. Yeah. Alrighty. Okay. Have you utterly rejected Judah? Has your soul loathed Zion? Why have you struck us and there is no healing for us? We looked for peace, but no good came. And for a time of healing and behold, dismay. We acknowledge <laughs> Yahweh. Eugene says, we looked for healing and got kicked in the stomach. Oh, no. Sorry to hear that, Eugene. Sorry. <laughs> we acknowledge Yahweh, our wickedness and the iniquity of our fathers, for we have sinned against you. Do not abhor us for your namesake. Do not disgrace the throne of your glory. Remember, don't break your covenant with us. Are there any among the vanities of the nations that can cause rain? Or can the sky give showers? Aren't you he, Yahweh our God? Therefore, we will wait for you, for you have made all these things. The end. Wow. wow. That was a grim few chapters. Yeah, really. It's grim. Is it any more grim than where we've been, really? No. Not by much. No. We're getting, I, I mean, it's like all grim. It's all going to be bad. It's all going to be punishment. But at least we get the joy of wandering through all these various metaphors and visual aids and object lessons yeah. as we really try to bring the message home. Yeah. As Eugene knew. As Eugene would do. Would. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, shall we well, get a little bit less grim, maybe, hopefully? Yeah. Let's give, let's give that a try. Okay. And now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and reads some psalms. Psalm 36. This doesn't seem to have an opening, like a, a title. Do you have a title it, on it yours? It doesn't mind, yeah. For the oh, Chief Musician by David, the Servant of Yahweh. Oh, okay. oh, he's appending. He's appending an epithet now. Yeah, now yeah. he's the like, servant I of Yahweh. The servant in of case Yahweh. You, in case you confuse me with a different David who writes a bunch of psalms, like yeah. I'm the David who's the servant of Yahweh. Yeah, we got it, David. Thanks. An oracle is within my heart about the disobedience of the wicked. There is no fear of God before his eyes, for he flatters himself in his own eyes. Too much to detect and hate his sin. The words of his mouth are iniquity and deceit. He has ceased to be wise and to do good. He plots iniquity in his own bed. He sets himself in a way that is not good. He doesn't abhor evil. Your loving kindness, Yahweh, is in the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Your righteousness is like the mountains of God. Yeah, like Yahweh God. Your judgments... <laughs> are a great deep. Yahweh, you preserve man and animal. Man and animal. Manimal. How precious is your loving kindness, God? The children of men take refuge under the shadow of your wings. They shall be abundantly satisfied with the abundance of your house. 
You'll make them drink of the river of your pleasures. Okay. Oh, oh, oh right. Wow. I, every single time. Every I time. I swear to God. He, he goes there. <laughs> he takes it there, yeah. He really does. <laughs> For with you is the spring of life. In your light shall we see light. Oh, continue your loving kindness to those who know you, your righteousness to the upright in heart. Don't let the foot of pride come against me. Don't let the hand of the wicked drive me away. There the workers of iniquity are fallen. They are thrust down and shall not be able to rise. Goodness. You suppose... Got okay, Jace. Maybe Jace, you got the, the big, long, a, long, long big, psalm. A big boy, this is the yes. big boy. This is the epic ballad. I was just thinking, though, do you think that maybe why Yahweh is so, so sort of bitter and angry now is that he's had these few, you know, mortal loves that he's been so into, like Jacob mm-hmm. and like, you know, David. like David. And it's, you know, the problem with being a god and falling in love with mortals is that they die. And he, now he's mm-hmm. just like bitter and angry. Oh, so it's like it's like a vampire story. He's going to find kinda. a new love now. Is he going to find a new love? He'll have, he'll have many loves. He loved Job, kind of, but then got angry at him and was like, let's play with him. Play with uh, well, my lunch. <laughs> I don't know if he loved Job so much as just, like, took a bet that Job was involved with. But anyway. Yeah, yeah unbeknownst to Job. Like, yeah. he didn't, Job didn't know that he was involved until he knew. Yeah. All okay. right. Chapter 37 by David. Don't fret because of evildoers. Neither be envious against those who work on righteousness. Basically saying, hey, Jeremiah, stop whining so much. <laughs> For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither like the green herb. If you know what I mean? Trust in I Yahweh and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Also, delight yourself in Yahweh and he will give you the desires of your heart. Maybe you, David, not yeah. everyone else. <laughs> Commit your way to Yahweh. Trust also in him, and he will do this, colon. He will make your righteousness shine out like a light, and your justice as the noonday sun. Rest in Yahweh, and wait patiently for him. Don't fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who makes wicked plots happen. Cease from anger, and forsake wrath. Don't fret. It leads only to evil doing. For... Tell that evil, to Jeremiah. <laughs> for evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for Yahweh shall inherit the land. For yet in a little while, and the wicked will be no more. Yes, though you look for his place, he isn't there. But the humble shall inherit the land, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. This is, uh, I like that Jesus is going to kind of paraphrase this later on. That's fun. He is? Fun, yeah. The humble yeah, shall inherit the, the land. Yeah, blessed are the cheesemakers. Yes. Cool. (laughs) The meek shall inherit the earth? Yeah, that Mm -hmm. one. Yep, got got it. it. Got it, got it. And the last shall become first and like all that sort of stuff. He's got a lot of imagery around this kind of idea. And I guess David David kind of... David was the first one who did it. Yeah. The wicked plots against the just and gnashes at him with his teeth. The Lord will laugh at him for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn out the sword and have bent their bows and have cast down the poor and needy to kill those who are upright on the path. Their sword shall enter into their own heart. Their bows bows shall be broken. Speaking of snap. Better 
is a little that the righteous has than the abundance of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but Yahweh upholds the righteous. Yahweh knows the day of the perfect. Their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be disappointed in the time of evil. In the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish. The enemies of Yahweh shall be like the beauty of the fields. They will vanish, vanish like smoke. The wicked borrow and don't pay back, but the righteous give generously. Oh, someone owes David five shekels and he's really upset about it. <laughs> yeah. For such as are blessed by him shall inherit the land. Those who are cursed by him shall be cut off. A man's steps are established by Yahweh. He delights in his way. Though he stumble, he shall not fall. For Yahweh holds him up with his hand. I have been young and now am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. All day long he deals graciously and lends. His offspring is blessed. Depart from evil and do good. Live securely forever. For Yahweh loves justice. And don't, don't forsake his saints. They are preserved forever. But the children of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and live in it forever. The mouth of the righteous talks of wisdom. His tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. The wicked watch the righteous and seek to kill him. Yahweh will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Wait for Yahweh and keep his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. I have seen the wicked. I have seen the wicked in great power, spreading himself like a green tree in its native soil. But he passed away, and behold, he was not. He was an end. All along. Yes, I sought him, but he could not be found. Mark the perfect man and see the upright, for there is a future for the man of peace. As for transgressors, they shall be destroyed together. The future of the wicked shall be cut off, but the salvation of the righteous is from Yahweh. He is the stronghold in the time of trouble. Yahweh helps them and rescues them. He rescues them from the wicked and saves them because they have taken refuge in him. That was a long song. That was an epic, (laughs) epic ballad for sure. You know, this made me think that, right, it's the whole thing of, you know, Art, do you read the book as if what all these people are saying about Yahweh is, is true? Or do you read the book as in this is just an account of what these different people have said about Yahweh? Because then it's like, is it that Yahweh has become this way? Or is it just that Jeremiah is this way? Or that, mm. you know, he's so sick of the shit that all the people are doing that he feels like he needs to do this to get their attention? I don't know. That's, that's, that's an interesting question from a theological point of view. Right, yeah. it's like, which way do we interpret this? What do we think about it? Do we, do we need to like justify Yahweh saying these things or his actions, or do instead we look at well, why is Jeremiah saying this? That's a question know. for a theologian, I think. Well, but is we it though? Because are, I think that Emily. it could. We are all theologians, Emily, okay. and I, I think that it. But but really, it could get to the heart of: Do we read this book? assuming that God actually exists and is a constant presence, or do you read the book assuming that God has never existed and it's all been a construct? 
hmm. created hmm. by people, right? Yeah. You know, and that gets to that gets to I mean, questions that we don't really want to get into on this podcast because it's kind of not the whole point. But right, right. It is interesting. What is the point of this podcast? <laughs> No, I'm we'll kidding. research that in the bonus episode. Okay, yeah, no, get back to you. What is the I'm point happy, of this podcast? I'm very pleased we're doing it. I have learned a lot, <laughs> and I can now ask those questions as well. But I certainly yeah. can't answer them. Mm. Well, the whole point, know. yeah, the whole point is your education, Emily. That's why okay. we're here, and it's for your benefit. It's for your benefit, for so you can learn, and Jason and I can unpack our religious PTSD. That's Got why it. we're here. Got you know it. what, Emily? I just want to. I just want to make a note of this for everyone out there. The quote that Emily just said, I think, was actually really brilliant, very what? philosophical, and that was, "I've learned so much, and I've learned enough to be able to ask these questions, but not enough to be able to answer them." And I think that right oh. there, that's that's wow. that's it. That's, that's everything. more brilliant than I give myself enter, credit for. Enter most Zen of the time. from there, Emily. Enter Zen yes. from there, exactly. Thank you. Okay, guess what? Guess what? We have a toast to give Ooh. to a new patron, a new $6 patron. We're going to give a toast to Joshua, who I know has also been active in our Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group as well. So thank you so much for becoming a patron, Joshua. And here's a toast to you. Okay, and then last announcement is that we are taking next week off of the live show to all of you who are here um, in our it's audience right now. Yeah, so it's Emily's fault that we're going to take a break for next week, but we will see you Vegas, the following week. Yeah, The land yes. of sin or something. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's appropriate to take a week off of your, your Bible podcast. Yeah, I'll live journal and tell you all about it. No, okay. Be, live journal. I li- okay. Live journal. <laughs> I will be expecting live you to blog. start a live journal. <laughs> yeah. I, I, does that even exist anymore? I doubt it. That, wow. I just aged myself really, really <laughs> hardcore. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Biblecast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Emily Matlack, and me, Dedeker Winston. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the Da Da Da. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Oh, no.